and welcome to the Her Voice podcast. I'm Dr. Somi Javade, founder and CEO of HerMD and your host for today. We're a female forward wellness center committed to empowering women through comprehensive health, beauty, and wellness services. Today, I am joined by Daniela Levy, founder and CEO of Happy V. We're going to hear Daniela's story from battling BV, bacterial vaginosis, to fighting the stigma in her community around vaginal health and hygiene, to the founding of Happy V, a company she founded to empower women and shift the conversation around vaginal health. Welcome, Daniela. Yesterday was National Dog Day, right? Yes, it was. And I got to celebrate my first National Dog Day because I just got my puppy back in January. That's exciting. Tell me about what kind of uh, puppy you got. So I have a Pitbull Lab Mix. He's a rescue. Oh. So, yeah, and we love him so much. He's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> What's his name? Milo. Oh, and how big is he going to get or how big is he? Or Right now, he's around... 55 pounds and we think that he's gonna probably top 70 yeah I mean when we first got him they were like oh he's gonna be like 50 pounds he's not gonna be that big and now he's huge so we hope that he stops growing oh my god my dad live in an apartment oh god and so but you guys are somewhere warm so you can get out most of the time right for a while but still that's a big dog because we have two small ones right now so I have a multi-poo and a Frenchie we had a Siberian Husky oh, and food and um, we also have a hedgehog, you know, that was our COVID. Um, Are you serious? I'm dead serious. In Ohio, they're legal. <laughs> oh my gosh. My children talked me into uh, trying to get a third dog and I was like, no. And so for some reason I thought a hedgehog would be less work, which I mean, it is, they're nocturnal, right? So it sleeps yeah. all day. But he's pretty active at night, and so they named him Hunter. <laughs> so they feed oh him blueberries God. and fruit. Yeah, yeah and worms. Um, and how do the dogs get along with him? Um, the dogs are actually afraid of him. So our, our Frenchie was, like, chasing him around, you know, because we let him walk around at night. And um, she got her, like, little nose, you know, brushed up against his spikes. And she was like, I'm, I'm leaving that thing alone. I'm not leaving <laughs> <laughs> anymore. <laughs> But yeah, the first day we got him, that was a disaster. You know, we bought mealworms and because that's what they tell you to do. And I should have just bought them freeze dried, but we bought live ones. And my 11 year old was like opening up the package and like literally dropped them all over her room. And oh so yeah, it was, it was crazy. And so I went up there to go help her clean them up and vacuum them up. And I was like, no one ever told me that, you know, this was not in the mom. <laughs> No, but, okay, so you have so you have three kids, and then you have a hedgehog, and you have three other dogs. A two dogs. So oh, two, two dogs, dogs. Two dogs. Yeah. And, yes, and then um, also a horse, but luckily the horse doesn't live here with us. So. Um, yeah. Wow, you're running a lot over there on top of your business. <laughs> yeah, it's you know what it makes it. I can tell you, you will never have a boring day at our house. There's always <laughs> something happening. Um, it may be a disaster sometimes, but there's always something entertaining going on. <laughs> so I was so excited to meet you the other day. What we want to get behind and hear about is your story because that's what we're focusing on at HerMD with yeah. our podcast and meeting brave women like yourself who decided, okay, I've experienced this problem, done some research and said, 
I, I'm not the only one. And rather than just sitting back, you decided to do something about it. And so that is what I want to hear about. So tell me your story. Tell me what happened to you. So my story is, you know, as a doctor, I'm sure it's, it's a common story. And it's probably happened to a lot of women out there. But back in 2013, I was in college and I started experiencing bacterial vaginosis, which I had no idea what this infection was. I had never heard of it. I did not learn this in sex ed. So I did what most women would do. I would, I Googled, you know, my symptoms. And the first thing that comes up is like an STD or cancer, something drastic like that. So I made an appointment to go to the gynecologist. And once I went to the gynecologist, I told her what's going on. Basically, they were just like, okay, you have a bacterial infection. Here are antibiotics. I believe she prescribed me metronidazole and sent me on my way. And that was it. And my BB went away with the antibiotics. But then what happened was that I started getting it every so often, like every, I would say six to eight weeks over the course of four to five years. And this, because I was getting it so, so often, I started to switch my gynecologist because they were all prescribing pretty much the same thing and they would never really, I would always leave with a lot of questions, not that many, not, not much relief. So I started to feel alone. I felt like I couldn't really tell anyone. I couldn't really tell my friends because I would kind of hint it to them like, oh, have you ever experienced, you know, this like unusual odor? And they're like, oh no, I'm clean. Or, you know, I've never had anything. I don't have an SCD. Or, you know, they would associate it with something being really, just really negative. Right. And I don't know if this kind of stems from our society or I grew up in South Florida in a predominantly Hispanic household where we really don't talk about, you know, periods or sex right. or vaginal infections. So I didn't know if it stemmed from, from that because a lot of my friends were also Hispanic. So it led me to my last gynecologist that I went to where I asked her, you know, why do all gynecologists prescribe antibiotics? And so her response to me was just, you know, this is just a treatment we have right now. We haven't, no one has really done enough research in this area to truly understand what kind of other medications we can offer. And so I started hearing her out on the, from the doctor side. Right. And then through my research, because I realized, okay, well, since the doctor can't really help me out, now what do I do? What do I have? What am I left with? So I started to do my own research. I fell down a path of a lot of Reddit forums and different types of communities where they were speaking about these issues. And so I started to realize that I was not the only woman going through something like this and that there were a lot of other women feeling alone and suffering from BV and other infections and other vaginal health conditions, reproductive issues that I had no idea even existed because in our society, we really don't speak it out enough about these problems. And so that's kind of what led me to create something for myself in the beginning but later on, once I realized that it was effective for me, the products that I created for myself with the help of Hans, who is also the co-founder and COO of Happy V, 
I realized that there had to be other solutions for women where they could find some relief and comfort. So for women who are listening who don't know what BV is, right, or mm -hmm. have never experienced it, obviously I'll chime in too from the medical perspective. Yeah. But I think that's, you know, it's a cold definition, but it doesn't really give the patient experience. So I want people who are listening to understand what BV can be like, and especially for women like you, what you hit was key. A lot of women, you know, 3 million a year are diagnosed with it and mm -hmm. um, get it. They'll take their medications and you know what? I'll never see them with that problem again. So, but then there are women like you who are chronic BV sufferers or have recurrent um, BV. So tell people what that meant to you and what were your symptoms and then how did it affect your personal relationship? Right. So BV, the symptoms that are associated with it are excessive discharge, unusual odor, some women experience itch, uh, some women experience just overall discomfort. And right. 50, I believe 50% of women, some women don't even have symptoms, but the ones that do, they start to see an impact in their lives when it comes to exercising because it exaggerates in moisture um, when you are wearing a bikini for a long time in sex. So a lot of women t start to ne not neglect, but start to not want to have be intimate with their partners because of this. And also because it's just embarrassing. And so it can take a toll on your confidence and your self-esteem. And you really start to wonder, you know, what, like, am I not clean? And because of all the other things that you're seeing out there from your, from research and even just walking down the aisle of the pharmacy and you see all of these products saying like, get rid of your odor, be clean, be fresh, smell like roses. And so you start to think to yourself, well, am I being hygienic? I'm not really sure. And sometimes it, it really does not have as much to do with hygiene as it does so many other factors that are just going on in your body, which, you know, we're not really taught about these things in school or... Right, because it's not cool to talk about the vaginal... Yeah microbiome right mm -hmm. or the ph yeah. of the, the vagina yeah. right but i'm so glad you said the word hygiene because i think women don't want to talk about it with each other or when you did ask those questions to your friends they mm -hmm. were like no we're clean even with yeah. um the marketing that you're hearing the biggest thing for me is like women are like i promise you dr Jabade, i clean and they they already come in thinking i'm gonna judge them about hygiene and like you said, it's not the case, right? Yeah. It's a change in the pH, it's a change in the vaginal microbiome, it has to do with bacteria. I mean, that's why it's treated with antibiotics. But a lot of times in medicine, we will just stick with the tried and true you know, treatments. And I think with BV, as far as medically, we as physicians and as providers have been just stuck with treating it, but haven't been great about telling people how do you avoid it? What are other natural things that you can do um, so that you're not in here every six weeks? I'm sure you have better things to do than go to the yeah. gynecologist every six weeks. You know, treatment options have typically in my office, they're antibiotics, or we tell people about supplements that can help them restore, you know, their natural microbiome. That's the thing. We want to keep, you know, the vaginal pH where it should be. We want to keep the bacteria that should be there um, in normal numbers and not have too much of one bacteria and not enough of the other. And that's when we get into trouble in the vagina. So you started talking about um, your idea for Happy Bee. So you did some yeah. research. 
And then you have a connection, right? With someone who knows something yes. about, yeah. So tell so, us about that what yeah. happened. Fortunately enough, <laughs> while all these years that I was going through this and then dating obviously is like a little bit difficult because of managing BV. And so I decided to be honest and upfront from the beginning with one of my partners who now is we're still uh, my boyfriend and also a partner in Happy V co-founder COO and whose family owns and operates a manufacturing company that makes natural supplements, anything from protein, vitamins to CBD. And when I told him about BV, I was like, look, I think this is something that I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life because there's no cure for it. And to my surprise, he was like, wow, you know, thank you so much for sharing that with me. You know, I have the facility. We can try to come up with something natural for you to see how it works for you. And that's where he took my hand and took me to this other world that I had really no, I wasn't really as educated as I should be in this, in this other world, because it's really where a lot of these problems also come from is like all the products that are out there that is either like snake oil or are just not effective and leave women disappointed time after time. So with my experience and his knowledge in the world of supplements, we were able to create vaginal wellness products that were effective for different vaginal infections, not just BV, but also yeast infections, UTIs, and other women's issues like PMS and menopause. So, but this was really a big turning point when I told Hans, because I didn't even know that there was a possibility of being able to create effective and safe and natural products for women who, like me, were experiencing either same symptoms or something similar to what I had gone through. And that's really what inspired me to create Happy V or us to create Happy V because we realized that there was, number one, the association with vaginal health and how it's been stigmatized for so long. And then on the product side, there hasn't been as much, and I'm sure, you know, as a doctor, you, ha you probably have also seen it from transparency and like how these ingredients actually work or, you know, where's the clinical data behind them to see if they're effective. So we were able to combine all of these different factors into happy bee and hopefully relieve women of discomfort. So tell me a little bit about the research aspect mm -hmm. of the specific ingredients and how you guys come about doing that. You'll see a lot of companies out there, for example, they'll claim that there's like 50 billion CFUs of probiotic strains in a product. And what they're doing is that they're stuffing the product with a bunch of generic strains where you don't really know if it's going to be effective unless you try it and then you're just kind of like testing it out. But there's no clinical data behind it at all. And me as a consumer or as a person that would buy these products, I have no idea that, you know, it's what to look out for in a label or how to understand how a product is going to work for me or how it's not. So then Hans, what he was able to clarify for me was that, no, the way that you do it is that we are able to talk to suppliers because they built relationships with suppliers in the night in the dietary supplement industry over the past 25 years and 
they tell you, no, these are the strains that have clinical evidence behind them that show, you know, for example, the one in Happy Bees probiotic, which is Lactobacillus acidophilus LA14 and Lactobacillus rhamnosus HN001, they did a clinical trial on 40 women where they gave them a placebo, which is a generic, the generic strains, and then using the clinical probiotic strains. And then they showed that that LA14 and HN001 successfully colonized the vaginal flora, producing lactic acid and hydrogen peroxide, fighting off the pathogens and creating a more acidic environment. When he clarified all of that up for me, I was like, okay, now I get it. Now I understand, you know, the doctor side and I understand the consumer side. For me, I only wanted to go with the clinical, the clinically proven ingredients because I knew that there was science behind it and I knew that I could inform that to other women and say, no, like these products are going to work. For me, what I'm saying is as a physician, especially, yeah. I'm not telling women don't go to your gynecologist. I'm not telling women to only use supplements. I'm not telling women to only use antibiotics. Definitely. There is an issue. I always tell women, don't just assume from what you're hearing from us, right? This is not to replace a doctor's visit, but if you're having these symptoms and you go to the doctor and you get a diagnosis of BV. Yes, you can absolutely. And you should take your antibiotics. But if you're facing this recurrent situation, we also don't want to repeatedly put people on antibiotics. So we need to find natural ways. And, you know, we tell people, like you said, like, don't leave wet clothing on. So there are things we can do in our life to promote vaginal health, right? And so I think what we're saying with My Happy V are here are options to supplement and augment um, normal women's health care from head to toe, but also vaginally. But then you guys have also come up with a couple other products that address a lot of common complaints, right, that I hear in the office. And so Mm -hmm. we talked about your product for vaginal health and for BV. So tell me, you mentioned something about um, bladder health and um, urinary health. So tell us about that one. So our cranberry urinary defense one, which is for urinary tract health and bladder health, we use probiotics in it, which is the LA14 and the HN001 that I discussed before. And we actually put that those two ingredients across all the products because those two probiotic strains have successfully created lactic acid and hydrogen peroxide in order to create that optimal environment that we are always trying to seek for optimal vaginal health. And then we have a standardized cranberry blend from a patented ingredient called Pacran. And what that ingredient does is that it helps eliminate E. coli from the urinary tract lining and flushes it out because it has a high amount of antioxidants, which you don't usually get from just cranberry juice, which is usually just mostly sugar. But obviously, if you drink a lot of cranberry juice, you're flushing it out. So you're constantly going to the bathroom and peeing. But with this pill, it's not going to be making you go to the bathroom all the time. And we've seen it work in as little as two days. And then it also has D-mannose, which is a sugar, and it serves as a vehicle for the E. coli. So it has these little hairs called the the pili, and they attach to the to that sugar and then they it's kind of like a vehicle and it helps it flush it out of the urinary tract because otherwise where do those things stick into yeah Yeah. right the bladder wall and that's why it hurts so differently and bladder pain is so unique people are like i know i have a urinary tract infection doctor i have that weird feeling again yeah like that urgency to go to to pee all the time which is so uncomfortable 
that's one of our top sellers actually, because a lot of women experience UTIs for different various reasons, but um, tell me about your menstrual cramp product. So our relief was created for, for PMS symptoms like cramps and anxiety and just different hormonal imbalances. And we used CBD, which is very popular, right? but not just CBD alone because of the fact that CBD does help with inflammation and with relief of, of cramps, but it needs to be saturated in the body for, for a period of time. So sometimes people think that if they take the CBD the day of, it's going to take the cramps away and that's not necessarily how it works. So we added chasberry which has a lot of studies showing that it helps with PMS symptoms. And we also added some vitamins that are essential for women, which is zinc and a vitamin B complex. So this is one of my favorite products only because I've suffered from menstrual cramps for a very long time. And this is one of my staples, just as the Happy Bee probiotic. These are the two, my two go-tos that I always just take. And I've had relief from my cramps and I have all my girlfriends on it. <laughs> so, and I know you were really attracted to it when you no, saw I it. I was like, because there's so much emerging data um, and they're looking at CBD for chronic pelvic pain, um, cramping, mm -hmm. and as an alternative, because unfortunately with pelvic pain or dysmenorrhea, you know, painful cramping, you know, there are... Yeah. proven long-term traditional treatments like non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, you know, like Anaprox or um, there's a medication called Ponsil and they're all tried and true and proven. Um, but for women who don't want to be on traditional prescriptions or they've gotten ulcers or gastritis or they've had other problems, you know, other than heating pads and then there's also birth control pills. So there are lots of proven remedies, but sometimes patients are seeking something else, something more natural. And I'm really excited because I am seeing a lot of um, data coming out about using CBD in gynecologic health. And I'm really excited to see the products that are going to come out and um, their applications and how we can use them in our arsenal to help women and to think outside the box sometimes. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that too, because, you know, for a long time, like women have used birth control to manage that. And some women are trying to get off the pill and for fertility reasons to start getting pregnant and like start balancing everything out. And so this kind of serves as like also a solution for women that are trying to get off the pill and to balance things out. And for women that have like polycystic ovarian sy syndrome that may have really, really bad pain that I've heard from some of our customers that have had success with this product. But I'm also excited to see what what other studies come out on CBD for women's health. No, and I think that's the key is the research, right? Everything has to be evidence-based. You know, we have to help women avoid snake oil. And you know, I'm a big proponent of yes. the um, just gender equality in women's healthcare. And we've lagged behind with funding and research and just allocation of everything. And that's why, you know, women currently are underrepresented in two out of every three major clinical trials, and women are often treated by protocols that were only studied in men. And so we've got this dangerous one-size-fits-all approach. And as women, as consumers, as practitioners, as patients, it, it, it cannot exist anymore. And we have to advocate for ourselves 
But as providers and entrepreneurs like you, we have a huge, huge responsibility to women to make sure that what we're providing and what you know we're suggesting is actually proven, right? That's the most important thing. Safety. A thousand and percent. Yeah. Yes. I, I thousand percent agree with you. I prescribe a lot of contraception, but you know, for acne, for actual birth control, but you're right. There are women who are saying, Hey, Dr. Javid, I just want to feel what I'm going to be like off of hormones, or I want to try to get pregnant now, or, you know, I've had side effects or unfortunately some women, they develop other medical problems in their life that preclude them from being able to take birth control. If you've had a blood clot, unfortunately you can't go on birth control. And so we have to find other ways to manage their pain or their PMS. And, you know, a lot of traditional methods of treating PMS are antidepressants, and some women, frankly, don't want to go on antidepressants. So it's nice to offer options that have been studied and um, that patients can try and see if if it works for them. I love the fact that you guys have developed a whole array of um, products for the most common complaints that we hear. And so for, for patients that are listening, I'll tell you, I am still a huge proponent of you seeing your doctor, you know, discussing your issues, and then learning about your choices. I am very open to supplements and alternatives, and I do tell my patients, I talk to them about both options, though. I'll say, okay, we traditionally treat, you know, menopause with estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, and if patients say, well, I don't want a prescription, I'll tell them, well, you know, over the counter, there's black cohash, or if they're having problems with pain in their breasts, as long as I check the imaging first, make sure there's nothing going on. I'm like, vitamin yeah. E, primrose yeah. oil. So I like to give women choices, but I like to also steer them away from things that I don't feel have been studied or I don't feel are safe. But I think as women, that's the key. We need to have choices and we need to have things that are proven with science. Yeah, yeah and I agree with you. And I, and I love seeing other women in this space and doctors as well, that are having more of like a deeper and more thoughtful approach to women's health than just like prescribe, 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 and like not listening. Because for so long, like from the consumer and the patient side, it's been like, they're not listening to me. They're not hearing me out. You know, there's like more and more doctors, doctors like yourself, like Dr. Jessica Shepard, who sits on our board, that's just like not so much on the, on their medical jargon, but really trying to speak to us We understand and we're capable of understanding what else is out there, whether it's different innovative prescriptions or surgeries or um, natural holistic products. Agreed. The biggest thing is I want my patients to understand that they are heard and feel empowered and that they have a choice and they're truly a partner in their healthcare. And, you know, when you and I met, I I told you I have a pet peeve with drive-through gynecology where we just a patient, do a pap, write a script and say goodbye. No one's going to get healthy that way. And so we have to do more by um, female patients. And so I love meeting people like you who um, have experienced something themselves, unfortunately, but then have normalized the conversation. If someone like you comes forward and says, hey, I went through it and I will validate that there's millions of women going through it. And this is what I experienced and it affected my personal relationship. And I was able to learn about this and develop something. I think that's great. So kudos to you. I'm excited to see what you guys are going to do in the future. Yeah, and getting the word out. So thank you so much. Your smile's infectious. I had a great time talking to you. Thank you for having me. 
This episode of Her Voice has been a production of HerMD, a female-forward wellness center in Cincinnati, Ohio. You can follow HerMD on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerMDHealth and sign up for our newsletter at HerMDHealth.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, we hope you'll share it with your friends. They can listen to us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you're a healthcare provider who is interested in opening a HerMD location, or if you already have your own practice and you'd like to be powered by HerMD, reach out to us at info at HerMDHealth.com. Thank you.